Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. Hi and good evening. So it's a privilege uh, to be here um, as I'm sharing with everyone. We've been locked at home for almost a year, so it is great we start uh, fellowshipping with you and um, so we can start worship in big congregation with you all. So uh, the theme um, for this um, conference, especially for the first day, was persecution. So, I'm, uh, so I want to share uh, a story about my life and people in Iran who are uh, who faced and still facing persecution. Um, I came to know Jesus as a young child through the example of my father and my mother. So they both um, uh, came, they were born Muslim, but uh, they came to Christ when they were young. So it is after Islamic revolution. So my father, uh, he was born uh, into a very Muslim and fanatic uh, family. And they always insisted that um, they had to stick and keep the Sharia law, which is the Islamic, um, the practice actually Islamic religion. And um, so um, it was, um, it, uh, they have been told to them that Islam is the main religion, so the other religions are not real. Um, so uh, my father has this mentality, and uh, since he went to join the army in Iran for boys, joined the army around six, uh, age uh, 18. On that time, uh, it was 16, so my dad joined army when he was 16. It's compulsory. So even now, they have to join the army for two years. So it was uh, there that my uh, dad uh, met his Christian friend, and as soon as he heard that uh, actually Christianity, because people in Iran, Iranian love God, and they are seeking to have a, a real relationship with the Lord, of which obviously they cannot find in their own religion. So as soon as they hear that actually they can have a, um, intimacy and relationship one-to-one -one with, the, um, with, the, with Jesus, with Lord, they um, give their heart to, uh, to God. That's happened now in Iran. So that's happened to my dad. So he gave his life um, to Jesus. And uh, my father was um, born in Mashhad. Mashhad is one of the very fanatic Islamic city in Iran. One of the imams, um, Muslims imam grave is there, so uh, people come for pilgrimage. Um, anyway, when my father, um, after he finished his um, responsibility in army, he was very passionate to go to Mashhad and share this good news to his family and friends. And um, yeah, he was very um, passionate about it and he was expecting to face acceptance. But when he went to Mashhad and shared with his family, uh, he faced rejection, and they couldn't actually um, believe that he gave uh, he became Christian. So 
So because Mashhad, he didn't have anyone, he, he didn't know any Christian friends in Mashhad, he had to, he left Mashhad and he went to Esfahan. Uh, my husband is from Esfahan, so Esfahan is in the middle of Iran. So and there were uh, Christian there. So my father went there and he um, grew, they helped him to grow in there, his Christian faith. And it was there that he met my mom, who was blind. My mom is blind from his childhood. Uh, so he fell in love with my mom. He married. My, uh, he married. And then um, he was a pastor in the church and, in the, and the chaplain in the Christian um, hospital in Esfahan, because on that time we have many missionaries. But as the, after Islamic revolution, um, obviously the church uh, the, uh, um, closed down all the, all the um, place in the hospital, so my father lost his job and he was praying what is the next step for him. Uh, so it was then that God gave him this vision you go back to your city and establish a small a church. You need to share the good news. Now is the time. It was not the time at that time. So now is the time for you um, to move back to Mashhad. I was three years old at that time, so we, we moved back to Mashhad. And my, uh, I remember that um, uh, my father established a small church in the basement of our, uh, um, of our house. Uh, and as I mentioned, that Iranian people loved God. So they were coming to the church, and I remember vividly whose life were changed as a result of this ministry. And um, so the news of uh, this ministry scattered among the city, uh, but it was then that uh, the storm of persecution had been started, and Islamic the government didn't like that, and they started to um, call my father for integration, so they, uh, they kept um, asking him uh, to, to go to Islamic um, place or the office, like it was like a prison, so um, he had to, uh, most of them answer, they asked him, uh, him questions, why you, why you became Christian, why you have this ministry, uh, and they have been, uh, he arrested him for one month, and he was released um, by bail, for, um, but still they were watching him closely. Uh, and um, um, until um, the fine, uh, um, he, they asked him again to go to their place, and it was then that um, they gave him the final ultimatum and a certain date. So you do you have uh, you have you need to make your decision and close the church uh, or den even deny your faith. And um, they promised uh, him a wealthy uh, life. We can give you money and house. Um, and um, there was a certain date that my father uh, had to go and announce his decision. So it was two weeks, I think. And he went to Tehran. Tehran is the capital city of Iran. And he shared um, this news with the other pastors. Uh, and uh, the council of Iranian church in Iran at that time. And they offered my father help, and they said, we can help you to escape the country with your family. 
um, we can send you to the safe place. But um, this was my father's response to them. Uh, he said, I'm going to read for you. I am a follower of, uh, of the great shepherd of the sheep, our Lord Jesus Christ. I am ready to sacrifice my soul for my sheep. For me to escape from this persecution would cause the hearts of my flock to become cold and weak. And I never want to be a bad example for them. So I am ready to go to prison again and if necessary, to give my life. So my father had to, uh, so it was a certain day he had to go to, uh, to their office and obviously he, he announced his decision. So on that time we didn't have any news about him and after two weeks we have received the news that he was executed for his Christian faith. Obviously he chose Christ. And it was such a, a hard news for everyone, for us as a family, for my mom, and even for the Church of Iran. Uh, and even they didn't give us the body, his body to bury. Um, uh, rather, they, or, uh, they buried his body in the very dusty and muddy place. It was like a desert. So even we didn't, they didn't allow us to put any headstone or anything with his name or simple sign with his name. And last year, uh, after 31 years, uh, they demolished the place. So now there is no sign of his grave uh, anymore. But we believe he's with Jesus Christ. Um, but um, the, the main point is that um, they thought that they can silence Christian. But after my, da uh, my dad, I mean, is going to share with you about other martyrs who were killed for their Christian faith. They thought they can silence, they can stop the work of the Lord. But um, as a result, um, now many, many, many Iranians coming to Christ more than my father's uh, time, more than that time, uh, the estimated can be between one to three million. On that time, we could hardly uh, count even 100 Christian, but now, uh, so it, although it was difficult for us as a family and the church, but now we are happy that we can see the result, we can see the outcome. But after three days after his martyrdom, I wrote a letter to the Lord, and I promised him to follow his footsteps. At that time, I was not sure how I can um, serve the Lord, what is his plan for me. I always loved psychology. I wanted to go to university and study psychology. Uh, but uh, after I finished my school, uh, the church in Iran offered me to go to come to England and study in Bible college. And God really spoke to my heart. I, I, yeah, this is my plan for you, and I want to help you to uh, help you to be ready for what I have planned for you. So I came to England. I studied at Bible College, and it was there that I met my husband Amir. So we got married, and since then, um, I am. Um, um, involved in various ministries. My main focus is uh, among Iranian ministry, among Iranian women, because as uh, I mentioned, um, 
they are coming to Christ, Iranian people coming to Christ, but they are bringing all their baggages with them uh, from their previous uh, religion or background. They are coming from abuse, domestic violence, and always they have been told that you are inferior than man. And I believe both men and women, they uh, lost their identity. And it is not easy for them uh, uh, to find their uh, identity in Christ. So I was um, involved in various ministries. Um, I was sharing with some of you that at the moment is the safe, uh, uh, one of the safe uh, platform is TV programs. So I was involved producing TV programs for women uh, and also having conferences for them in the safe countries in the region of Iran. Uh, but um, I, um, so I was uh, involved in that, those ministries and I felt that they need more help because they are struggling with their identity, with all the abuses they faced in their, um, uh, their life. So I, I was able to help them, but in, not in the depth. So, and it was there uh, that um, God called me to study Christian counseling. So it was, it was the right time. When I came to England, I heard that there is a course Christian counseling. So God opened the door for me to study Christian counseling and psychotherapy. So alongside my other ministry, I am now able to help these vulnerable women, even couples who need um, help to grow up in their Christian faith. So today I'm encouraging you to stand with your brothers and sisters who are suffering in different places in the world. It's not just Iran, you have heard about Afghanistan. Now they are facing different crises. Um, so yeah, and um, it's the reason God brought us all together and we are the same, we are from the same body. So I, I encourage you to stand with these people and pray for them. And thank you so much for this opportunity that I can share it with you. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.